much. I don't know. <laughs> okay, um, this is the first episode of uh, Weird Kids Club, which is a fitting name. Yes. We spent a while trying to get it. Yeah. Like two days? It wasn't that long. Well, it took like two days. Yeah. It's, it's a lot in my opinion. Can you hear when I send a message? Um, Did you hear the whoop? I, I wasn't paying attention for a whoop. Let me see. Oh wait, no whoop. No whoop went um off. Whoop. But um, <laughs> I didn't get a message. No, I sent one to my mother because reasons. Oh okay. So this is basically just having a normal conversation and recording yeah. it and saying, okay, we're gonna edit this later, guys. We gotta. We gotta really smack down here. We gotta push out the funny stuff, you know. It's just a com. It's just a conversation with public pressure. <laughs> yeah, it's a conversation. It's like you know how. Okay, our podcast name is Kids in the Back. No. Wait, really? <laughs> no. I thought you knew that. It's a weird kid club. You just weird kid club. Okay, well, like you know how you didn't know that. <laughs> We, I've said it like eight times. How did you not? <laughs> you just like ignore But okay, it's like the kids in the back, yeah. and like you oh, know how you're always worried. No. Everyone's paying attention to you. That's not what it's called. Well, no, I know, but like oh, you know, that was like the that was the other like name we were thinking of, yeah. and um, weird kids in the back, and so. You always get ang- anxious. You're just like, oh no, so- someone's like listening to me. They're gonna, they're gonna hear everything I'm saying. <laughs> and and they now, <laughs> and we're always so worried about that happening. And now it's actually happening, and we're yeah. doing this by will. Uh huh. Um. Did we it? introduce ourselves? Oh crud! Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so you introduce yourself first. Okay, hello. I am Ray. I will be one of your um, co-hosts for this evening, evening, whatever time you're listening to this podcast, I'm Ray, I will be one of your hosts, and, um, yeah, let's just say I don't have the best memory as we've displayed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, my name is Georgia, like the state, some people think it's spelled like J-O-R-J-I-A. Yeah, I actually thought it was spelled like that for like two days when I first met you. No one knows geography! Um, t- um, oh, my name is Georgia. You are I'm boring as heck. I can't think of anything to say about myself. Oh, basically, my hobbies in- include lying down and watching things, <laughs> and then wondering why I spend so much time lying down watching things. And then doing. Well, let's just say our original name for this podcast was. Oh, wait, let's, let's, wait. <laughs> let's hold a moment of silence for Pat Girls Talk Trash. Now, a moment of silence for um, Fat Girls Talk Trash, our original podcast name, but I said trash instead of trash. We're going to move past that. Well, right. A moment of silence for Fat Girls Talk Trash. I originally came up with Fat Girls Talk Shit, but then Georgia shot that down. Whoa, whoa, then- whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm a Jesus, Franny. I don't need to be hearing these upset. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize to our good Christian. I can't say that with a straight face. I can't say that with a straight face. Earmuffs! 
uh, earmuffs. That's what they did to us when we were little. They were like, okay, earmuffs children, now the adults are going to talk about important stuff like politics, so you're going to do earmuffs. Oh, I didn't get earmuffs for that. I got earmuffs when my dad was like halfway through saying a curse, and then my mom, uh, my mom was like, oh, earmuffs. But like, I already heard half of it. And like, earmuffs, it's just like. My mom, she didn't even bother hiding curses. My mom didn't even bother hiding curses from me when I was little. Literally in the morning, she'd be like, I can tell. She'd like come to wake us up like a few times. She'd come to wake me up, and she'd go, honey, get up for the first time. She'd be all sweet and shit. But the second time, she'd be like, honey, you have to really get up. And then the third time, it'd be like <laughs> 10 minutes, 10 minutes before I had to get up and leave for school. And she went, Ray, get the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I knew I had to get up. I like waited until the last minute. What a nice, beautiful way to wake up. Your mom's screaming obscenities at you. Exactly. But How old were you when this happened? I was like elementary school. <laughs> You're in training. I fourth grade, I got tired of it, and I was like, I'm gonna wake myself up. <laughs> but um, until then, I would basically like it's like when you hit the snooze button a few times, and then that would be the third time, and I wouldn't be able to hit the snooze button. <laughs> yeah, every time she started yelling, I was like, okay, time to get up. Oh, where's the coffee? I'm just kidding. My caffeine addiction started recently. Caffeine addiction. I Wait, really so ew, 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 on. You like that burnt leave liquid trash? That stuff is so bad. I like it. I you like know, it with um caramel and like lots of milk, like an. Oh, wait, so you like it? You like coffee when it's least like coffee? Yes. Uh, you know, in the fall when like it's raining and like all the leaves are on like the side of the road and they're like trampled and gross. That's what coffee tastes like to me. It's That's gross. What coffee tastes like to you? Yeah, it's awful. It's Ew. sometimes I think it smells nice actually. Sometimes, but then I discover how freaking terrible it actually is. Yeah, it's so bitter. Oh my god. Then why do you drink it? You can um, drink anything in the world. Well, you can drink it's so bitter unless you add a shit ton of sugar in it. And the reason I drink it is because I'm gay. Someone the other day they asked me, "Why are you so funny?" And I quoted the TikTok. I went T R U M A. I spelled that wrong. T R A. UMA, I have trauma and I'm gay. That's a thing? Wait, like gay people like coffee? That's like, I don't yeah, know. Bisexual people. I don't All I know is girls. finger guns, iced coffee, and be awkward. Is I that only bi? like finger guns. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that bi? Because I can tell from the finger guns. Or is that just like. Finger guns, peace signs, bitch. Ah, I can't curse. You've said much worse. Like, I feel like we've been recording seven minutes and you've like dropped eight. <laughs> and I had 20 minutes left and I and we had extended homeroom. So we had like an extra hour in the morning. It was nice. That's lucky. And so then I went into school and I was like, oh, yeah, I can watch the movie. I can finish the, 20, the last 20 minutes. And I literally almost started crying in class. Oh. It was so sad. And <laughs> oh, my gosh, I like. Um, I freaking despise Paul Prancer. I, 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 I do. Oh my gosh. I was like, I, I hope he's dead. And I looked it up and he was dead and I felt like a little bad about it. And I, was like, I hope he dies in a ditch. You Google it. It's like, oh shit, he actually died in a ditch. Oh my gosh. Paul Prenter is a piece of trash. Oh, oh my god. I probably should have clapped for sound quality, but whatever. But anyway, it was so sad because he was like at Live Aid and, and then like eight seconds later, 
It was like Freddie Mercury died on May whatever, I don't know, whatever month, 1991. And they started playing Don't Stop Me Now. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's so sad. And look, I'm literally about to start breaking down about like a bisexual rock star who died 30 years before I was born. And like, why or he was gay? I don't know. And, like, and he was born like, gay and just like really suppressing it because, you know. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I almost started crying about a gay rock star who died 20 years before I was born in my Catholic school class. Just like crosses all over the place. What are you doing You're like, you're like holding back tears. You're like banning your eyes. And it's like you're in your, like almost in your religion class. And your teacher, like she's like a nun. She walks in and she's like, okay class, turn to eight of the Bible. And you're just here just like, okay. And she's like, why are you crying, honey? And you're like, I'm, I'm not on Instagram. Oh, wait, actually, I am now. How do you think we started the Instagram for our podcast? <laughs> think, Georgia, think. Um, uh, oh, I got it just so I could start the Instagram. Uh, I, well, I had it, and then I watched a Netflix documentary, and then I deleted it, and then I had to get it again for the podcast. Wait, that one Netflix documentary that freaked a bunch of people out? The Social Dilemma? Yeah. I yeah. watched like five minutes of it and then I got bored. Is it is it scary? <laughs> no, what? It's about social media. It's not scary. It's just like, wow, I should you, you wanna throw your phone away after watching it. Oh my gosh. Does Brit- it guilt trip you like how most adults do? It guilt trips adults too. Well, this one guy says he's like addicted to his email, which is kinda weird. But I guess How if you take ha- an email, yeah, it's weird because there's not like a feed. You have to ha- you have to get direct emails in order to be addicted to it. But I guess you have, to have people that want to talk to you. Yeah, how do you get addicted to that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm antisocial. <laughs> That's nice. She says talking to her only friend on a podcast that no one will listen to. <laughs> um. Uh. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. Anyways, so. I honestly forgot what your voice sounded like. You. We haven't seen each other since like the summer, summer. So yeah, I kind of forgot what your voice sounded like. I know. I was I was sitting here the other day thinking about the podcast, and I was like, and I like thought, because it sounds so creepy, but like I don't know. I was like thinking, I was like imagining what the podcast would be like, and then like obviously like your voice would be involved in that. Well, no um, shit. Like grab. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to be creepy. I don't want to be like, I was imagining your voice. Oh, hi, how you doing? You're our one listener and you're our favorite person now. Yeah, we're going to hunt you down. We're going we're gonna to go to your house. Our one listener is going to be like our parents and our friends. It's just going to be like, hi. Oh, wait. Hi, Fiona. One... Hi, Morgan. Oh, wait. <laughs> Morgan listens to this. Hi, Morgan. You look great. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Fiona. Hi. Um, what other friends do we have? Bella? Hi, Bella. I think we, just, I think we covered it. <laughs> Wait, what yeah, about- Yeah, I think that's about it. We have not- Oh, hold on. I got my mom. Sorry, mom. <laughs> uh, sorry to my mother as well. I don't think you're going to be listening to this, but all right. Oh, did you tell- uh, Oh, wait, you told your mom about it. I was going to ask yeah, you- Yeah, and she went, I don't like that name, but all right. And then your mom went, I don't like that name. You're changing it. Yeah. And so- <laughs> like Weird Kids Club? Weird Kids Club. That's our name. Yeah. Do you have it down now? Has it been uh, established? Yes, it's a uh, it's set in. Actually, funny story. The way Georgia and I met 
is like the cliche stereotypical thing. How to dance? No. Oh, I thought we Do met. You at the remember dance. how we met? I thought we met at the dance. No. Wait, like, the first time we ever like really talked. No. It was like the stereotypical way of like how we became friends. Of how? And if fourth... you see a kid sitting alone at lunch, you. Oh my gosh! I'm the nerd. And so. I remember my mom told that to me my first day of middle school, and then it was 7th, 6th grade, and you were sitting alone at lunch, and I went, oh, now's okay. my chance, uh, okay. and so I took her, I and she's ours now. Um, okay, just, okay, for my own dignity purposes, I was not technically sitting alone. You because... were just sitting there, and you were eating your lunch, and you were okay, eating your plate, and there was no one else there. There was no, no one else no, at the, no. the table. Okay, well, technically, I wasn't sitting alone, because there were people, there were bodies at the table. Yes, but they weren't but... talking to you. One of them had their yeah. back to you, Georgia. <laughs> I don't remember it very well. Oh, wait, for backstory, wait, should I get into my loneliness throughout the middle school? Uh, sure. Why not? It's basically... Um, you put on. So, so basically, um, I went to elementary school, and my first year of middle school, which in the old district was fifth grade. I don't know my old my old district was weird like that because they had a middle school, and like the first year you went there was fifth grade, so you went to fifth grade. It was weird, and so basically, I went in that district. And I knew people and I had friends in elementary school in that first year of fifth grade, uh, the first year of middle school, fifth grade. Um, but then when sixth grade rolled around, they wouldn't let me go to school in my old district anymore because you had, they stopped letting kids from other towns in and I lived in another town. And so then my dad was like, no worries. Um, we we'll can send just you to the public one. No, no, no. It's not that simple. And he said, no worries. Um, we'll just buy a house in our in that in the town in which the school's in and then live there and then you can go to school. It's not like he was gonna buy the house just because of that though. He was also looking uh on the process of buying it anyway. But he was just like, Um, yeah, I'm gonna buy the house in like a couple of weeks. It'll be fine. <laughs> school. And when I tell you homeschooling was literally the worst it it was. It was awful. <laughs> um <laughs> It was literally just, like, a computer program uh, all day long, and I really wanted to die while I was doing it, and, like, you, and it was, like, literally from freaking, like, 2009. Well, now that's me every single day. Well, no, not every single day. It's... Well, no, it's better because you have a teacher talking to you, and you get to, like, I don't talk to other students at least, and Mm. you can, like, go back and forth in videos. There'd literally be, like, this weird, like, graphic of, like, a cartoon character talking to you for, like, a full freaking hour, and then you go back. You couldn't go back and forth in the video because it like the technology was so old and so if you miss something you had to either restart the hour long video or just keep going and hope you didn't get it wrong. No. Um, yeah. And it was so weird cuz it was like if I didn't do any work, literally no one would know. And that was kind of like a scary thought to me that there was like literally no rules and it was unsettling. Uh and then while well, I was at least you chose your own dress code. Yeah. And while I did, um, homes, uh, well, I was supposed to do homeschooling for, like, uh, a couple of weeks, but then that turned into a couple of months, and then before I knew it, February hit, and I was like, Dad, I'm sick of homeschooling. 
um, could I just go to public school, like the school in this town? I know I'd only be there for like a couple of weeks because then we're just going to buy the house, but I still want to go. And he said, okay, you're only going to be there for like a week or two. And I was like, okay, it's fine. So fast forward to June. I'm still still at the school and (laughs) thinking that we're going to go, we're going to move back to our old town, which like obviously is like the town, like literally right next to us. But like, we're going to buy a house there so we can go to the school there where my friends are. But then he's like, no, we're actually not. You're staying in the school for the next two years. Oh, no. So now that we have that established, I'll, I'll tell you a little something about my friend situation. So in sixth grade, I had literally no friends. Like, not one. Not, not one. Not a single friend. Not a single friend. And, um... Well, actually, no. Uh, wait, should I not say names? Uh, well, we already mentioned, like, half our friends' names. So okay, but we'll text them friends. later. We'll text them later, and if they don't want it there, we'll put a random animal sound. I don't feel like texting them. It's fine. We just said their names. Okay. But, and they're like, they're our friends. And it's like their basic names. But okay. I was going to mention the name of someone who like isn't my friend. Not like I'd hate her. She's nice. But like I'm not friends with. No, you know? I despise her. <laughs> no. Also, her name is, is like a very uncommon name. So everyone would know who we're talking about. I'll just say a different name. So basically, I met this girl named Carla. Yeah, and she Sometimes. was really nice to me. And freaking stupid 11-year-old me was like, Ah, oh, I've made a friend now. And then, oh, like, no. I tr- <laughs> and I'd, like try to talk to her at lunch. But then, like, sometimes she just wouldn't be there. And I didn't get how she was just trying to be nice and that we weren't, like, full-blown friends. And I was, like, so confused oh, no. because she wasn't there sometimes. And, like, she, she, I was like, what? She has, like, other friends? What? I was, I was confused. Because at my old school, <laughs> okay, our middle school was very different than my old school because everyone okay it was much smaller it was only like 500 people and there's so there's like a hundred everyone knew everyone yeah i I knew everyone and there's only like a hundred people in my grade and everyone kind of just sat together because like and you could just go and there's literally like two tables like for the girls elementary school yeah it was elementary school and the first year of middle school there which is fifth grade um obviously our middle school was just sixth seventh and eighth grade um Mm -hmm. but there was since the girls were only sat with girls for some reason. <laughs> uh, there was only like two tables. So you would just go back and forth between the two tables because you knew everyone, and there was barely anyone. Our middle school was a lot different because there was uh there there was like a thousand people at our school. There's and, a thousand people and like four hundred maybe I want to say in our grade alone. Three hundred. Oh, no, there's 400 people in our grade and 1,000 people in our school. Wait, is that math? Yeah. Wait, no, I think there's, like, 350 people in our grade. I counted once. Um, you counted once? In the, in the yearbook. And I think, because I was curious, and I think there was, like, 350 people. Honey, uh, was this back in sixth grade when you didn't have any friends? <laughs> no, this was, like, two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was bored, and I was like, huh. I always say, wow, there's so many people at the school, and I didn't, I want to know the actual facts and figures. I think there, I think there's like 350. Anyway, it was a lot bigger of a school, so it was a much more complicated system of like friend groups. So people would have like their main friend group and then kind of talk to other ones, and it was really hard to pin down what someone's. It was so much more complicated because like yeah, if you really became friends with someone, you're like, oh, I have to become friends with this whole friend group now to even well, hang out. If with you them. had a friend, 
And then they had a friend of a friend, and their friend of a friend, and their friend of, of a friend was popular. So it was like, you know the theory of, like, everyone is connected by six links? Um, Kevin Bacon? I don't know who said it. Oh, uh, oh no, no, I, no, that's not what happened. There's, like, this website online, I forget what it's called. Oh, wait, no, it's called Six Degrees of Bacon, and there's, act- this is, there's this actor named Kevin Bacon, and no. you literally put in an actor's name, and then, like, they'll show how, like, they're connected. It's like, oh, this person was in this movie. Who was with this person? Who was in a movie with Kevin Bacon? And it's, it's very interesting, because I've tried, like, every freaking name. Like, even, like, <laughs> freaking Miranda Cosgrove, you know, who's that? From <gasps> iCarly? Cosgrove? Yeah, from iCarly. Because I thought, like, there's no way this could work. And it did! She was somehow connected to Kevin Bacon! It, <laughs> so hard and i put in like selena quintana you know who oh that is? my god and like there's no way it's not gonna work she was only in one movie and it was for like three seconds and it was like so quick like oh she was in this movie and johnny depp was in it and johnny depp was in a movie with kevin bacon i was like ah how, how did you do that but um okay everyone's oh, yeah. connected by six links where it's like a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend you know it's like Everyone. I somehow have a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend who knows Barack Obama or something like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So the <laughs> theory is everyone is connected by six links or less. Uh-huh. And so it was kind of like that's how it went with our school. We're like, you were friends with this one person and this one person was friends with this one person. And that one person was dating the most popular boy in school. People so dated? It's like. Oh, wait, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, you have to understand, I was living under a rock, like, literally <laughs> the first two and a half years, because I didn't have any friends, so I didn't know anything that went on. I literally just learned everything that had gone on at our school, like, at that one, like, sleepover in, like, January, and I was like, my mind was blown. <laughs> the past two and a half years in one night. <laughs> and your jaw just dropped. You were like, oh, that happens? I was like, I didn't know people, I, I was so appalled, because like, wow, I thought that was like movie stuff. Uh, what was I talking, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, okay, so I became friends with you. Bye. Okay, hold on, I, oh, oh no, it was your no, turn, you were talking. Okay, you were talking. I'm going to really quickly go over the rest of my friend history. Okay. I made friends with this one girl in sixth grade, I got sixth grade like late February, February 23rd, I think, and um, I don't know how I remember that, and I thought she was my friend, but she actually had other friends. And I didn't really sit with anyone. I got like eight different lunch tables. Ironically, the first table I ever sat at was yours. And then in the seventh grade, I made friends with this one group. And they were all new kids, like new in seventh grade. I was new in sixth grade. They were new in seventh grade. And I was like, yeah. But then, cool. I have people I'm friends with now. But then literally overnight, they all became like really like close friends with one another and acted like they didn't really know me. And I was just stranger and i was like what the heck i've known all of you just as long as you've known me <laughs> we'd all known each other the same exact amount of time but like what it seemed like overnight they all became like really close friends and then like wouldn't invite me to stuff and i wasn't like included in the conversation and i was just really inclu- uh, excluded you're like blinking away the tears <laughs> my eyes are just sweating um my eyes are sweating it's fine guys <laughs> um but i don't think those people are mean but you know, I uh, well, it was kind of crummy of them, but like I, they they're nice people. Um, I guess you were like sitting alone. And okay, like, that was 
You sat alone for one day. I remember how this went. So you sat alone for one day, and I noticed you, and I went, hey, do you want to sit with us? And you went, oh, no, it's okay, because you were sitting with someone. And I was like, okay. And the next day, you were sitting alone, and I went, you're sitting close. Come on. Then one day, it was like, I I think it was like February again. And, um, uh... And I was like, I'm sick of this. I'm fed up. I'm moving to another table. And then I sat at your guys' table. Oh, and actually, it was like right, it was like the day before spring break. So it was like late March. And I was sitting at your guys' table. And I honestly didn't really like you guys for like March, April, and May. Because like, ah, because I didn't feel included in the conversation. Because I didn't know anything that you guys are talking about. We were so loud. I know, you guys were so loud. And I was like quiet. And I couldn't jump into the conversation. I'd just sit there and watch and like nod. And... And then the second, the first half of uh, eighth grade, I was, um, I still sat with you guys and I was kind of unsure about it. I didn't really know if I was included, but then someone added me to a group chat and God bless them. And I started getting invited to stuff. Who added you? I don't know. I was just in a group chat. What group chat was it? I'm included. I don't know. It was, oh wait, it was right before we went to the mall in December. Remember that? That was, that was the first time we made that group chat. Yeah, I was, I was, and so I was sad. like, "Oh my god, we should bring Georgia in." Thanks, thanks. I don't know. I probably, could, I, I probably would have had a really sad year if you hadn't done that. So at thanks. least, in my opinion, like from the start of eighth grade, you were now just like in our friend group. Oh well, I wasn't really sure. I was kind of like, "Am I just here? I don't know what's going oh, on." In my brain, it's like you know how we moved our tables from over on one side of the room to the other side. Yeah. You moved with us, and so you kind of sat with us in that little area. And I went, oh, okay, she's a part of our friend group now. Oh, and yeah. that's how my brain logic works. Oh, I wasn't really sure, but then I was so, this sounds a little pathetic, but I was, like, really psyched that you had added me to that, like, because I was like, finally, I'm being included in something, which is, I know it sounds extremely sad, because it was. Um, <laughs> and then we, uh, you start, you guys uh, started, like, inviting me to stuff, and then I finally had a friend group. That was which the first is- time we started going out doing stuff. Speaking of segments... Mm-hmm. Can I do it? Can I do it? What segment? Can I do it? Do what? Can I do it right now. Do what? My segment thing. What? Oh wait, about us? No. But... Gay news. No. Gay books. Yes. Oh, I thought we couldn't do that in a whole episode. Uh, I'm just gonna do it a small part each episode. Oh, okay. So we're gonna. Okay, so another thing I guess we're doing now is, uh, Ray is gonna talk about some gay books. So let's listen to her. Okay, once once an episode, I'm gonna give you a book recommendation that just so happens to be LGBTQ because there are barely any LGBTQ books out there, and we That's have true. to start normalizing reading LGBTQ books. So our first book will be The Art of Being Normal by I forgot her name, but if you Google oh it, gosh. you can see. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm um, gonna it's Google basically it. about two trans kids and their adventures. And it's actually a really, really good book. It made me cry, and I don't cry easily. So, take that into account. Yeah, this is such a great book by Lisa Williamson. Lisa Williamson. Thank That's you. Thank name. you, Georgia. That's like the most boring name ever. Yeah, it really is. But most controversy around it is that she is not a trans woman herself or person that is trans, or she is cis. She, she is... um cishet i believe but i could be wrong she could be gender queer um but people are kind of upset because she 
uh, she, not being a trans person, wrote a book about trans people. But that's it's a, still a really great read, and yeah. I love it. It's a that's good book. It was my first LGBTQ book. And, yes, that is our book. Oh, wait, what, what age range is that just, like, YA? Or is that more, like, middle grade? Middle grade is, like, middle school, I guess. I think it might be YA. It's, okay, it's YA. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, out of ten, ten being um, angels singing and zero being go burn this book, I would give this a good 9.5. I think oh, it could have nice. been better. It could have been better. I believe that... So, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but they did use the wrong name till almost the end, till like the end of the book for one of the characters, which really sucked. Oh, so, so they just. So I'm going to give it a 9.5 just because of that one little tidbit. Oh. But besides that, it was an amazing read. That seems like a gigantic tidbit. <laughs> not okay. um, And that was my sub. That was my um, subcategory. Category. Yeah, it's kind of a debate around like. Uh, I don't know, like, white people writing books about, like, people's racial experiences and, like, being discriminated against and, or, like, uh, people writing about cultures from their own and, like, what that book was about. I feel um, like you shouldn't make them your main character. Like, if you don't know what it is, if you it isn't your thing, mm-hmm. you could add it as a side character, but you don't know how to write it. Because you haven't yeah. experienced it. Like, okay, say, um, uh, neurodivergent person mm-hmm. neurodivergent neurotypical person mm-hmm. wrote wait, a book on. about neurodivergent a system sorry, people sorry, with did sorry. wait hold like on a one system second. with did it's a single person like in a body wrote a book about someone with did and oh, i don't think that would be very good i don't know i just i it's not my opinion i don't have a place to say this because I, at least, am just one person in the body who has a lot of fucking mental health issues, but I would say that, um, definitely, like, it definitely depends on, like, what it is. Oh, quick question. What's DID and also, uh, neurodivergent? identity disorder. And honestly, in a perfect world, I think that only people, uh, with such, like, profound experiences and that it'd be really hard to understand if you hadn't gone through it, um, would writing about them. But unfortunately, there aren't as many, uh, trans authors. Well, there aren't, yeah, there aren't as many trans authors as there are cis ones, so. True. Would there be enough trans books to go around? Well, okay, would there only be, like, one or two, maybe? That's true, but there aren't many trans books to begin with. I think The Art of Being Normal is one of the only ones. That and Gracefully Grayson, which I'll get into in another podcast okay. episode. Um, well, I guess, like, you have to make the choice um, between a book that isn't as good as it could have been if so, um, as it would have been if someone who actually had had those experiences were to write it. But or less of them. Any. Yeah. And then there's one that's, like, 10 out of 10, someone who's had those experiences... And there's less of them. Yeah. Or more of them. You you really have to decide. It's personal preference. Just like politics. Except if you don't support um, Black Lives Matter. Or pro-choice. Get the get off my po- get off our podcast. I know. I find it. It kind of bothered. 
if you don't support gay people, just know we are two very <laughs> You clicked onto the wrong podcast. Well, uh, um, I'm straight, but um, Ray, what are you? Well, I am bisexual. Mm-hmm. I like girls and boys and non-binary folk. And um, I have a story where I just recently said my mother is a lesbian. So mm-hmm. um, I was in class and Georgia, you weren't there, but I told you about this where. Was this at middle school? And some kid said... Your mom's gay? Your mom's gay. (laughs) And I, in a brilliant moment of mind association, I I went, offhandedly, I didn't realize, I didn't register what he was saying, so I Mm -hmm. just went, yeah, I really like her girlfriend. And then I realized, and I looked over at him, and I smirked, and his face had just dropped. (laughs) It looked like I just shot his dog. Like, he didn't know that was a thing that could happen. So he oh. was just, like, his mouth was, like, wide open. And he was sitting there, and he was like, what? Like, yeah, yeah, my mom, my mom was a raging homosexual. <laughs> Wait, that should be, like. I didn't like... say that, I didn't say that, but I went, yeah, my mom is gay. Her girlfriend is really nice. Her, na- her girlfriend's Wait. name is. I Hold on. Hey, your mom should get that p- printed on business cards. Like. Blah 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 blah, raging homosexual. <laughs> raging homosexual. Yeah, um, she shouldn't because her girlfriend. So it's not like she's advertising herself. I think I just did a Kermit voice. Yeah, you kind of did. <laughs> oh, wait, I remember once in diversity club. Also, yes, uh, we we were in diversity club together. It was just basically gay club. I'm <laughs> such a good ally. Oh my god, it was amazing. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. My parents would be like, what do you guys talk about in there? Diversity. I, whenever, my dad would, whenever my dad would pick me up, he'd say, oh, what, what did you talk about today? And I went, oh, how to prevent bullying. Oh, I didn't even get into that much detail. I was like, diversity, and I think my parents guessed what it was about, or just didn't care enough. When I came out to my dad, he went, I know. <laughs> I said, hey, dad. What do you get when you add a lesbian and a very straight guy together? An autistic child, right. But what do you do when you times that by two? A bisexual child, hello. And he went, wait, what? Because he didn't get it. And I said, (laughs) I'm saying I'm bisexual, dad. And he went, oh, I know. And I went, wait, he went, wait, what is that? And I was like, oh, no, yeah, it's when I like boys and girls and everything in between. No, not everything. I'm I'm not pansexual, although... eh, Labels, we'll get to that another day. But, um, oh, I'm gonna put that I down. Bisexual was, and he was like, Oh, I know. And I went, How did you know? And he went, I mean, what else would explain your affiliation for Peter Parker and Black Widow? And I <laughs> the fact that he said affiliation and not crush, affiliation. Also, my mom asked, How did you know you were gay? And did I influence that decision? And I was like, Mother, first of all, I knew in the third grade, and that was when you were still in the closet. So don't even <laughs> talk about that. And second of all, what else do you explain that feeling when I get when I look at Jessica Rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know who Jessica Rabbit is, you should look that up now. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. She is so hot. There's one thing I want to throw in. Pretty soon, 
Okay, yes. You want to throw something in, get the ball, and chuck it. I have a funny little story. More of an anecdote. I'm just going to throw it in. Okay, so my parents, my parents, okay, my, okay. Fun fact, we are both from divorced households. Oh, yeah. Fun. Okay, so my (laughs) dad and my stepmom 1,000% think I'm a lesbian, and here's why. Um, I do too, Georgia. (laughs) I'm not. Um, basically, uh, I actually once was like, am I though? Because I was just learning about, you know, comp, uh, compulsory heterosexuality. What is that? Basically, it's just concept that like, um, it's not just heteronormativity. That's just like normal, uh, where straight people are normalized and gay people aren't. It's like, um, it's how society pressures you like an insane amount into being straight because, it leads you to believe that your life will be, like, worse if you're not straight. Uh, you'll mm-hmm. be completely weird. It's basically that society forces you into thinking you have to be straight in order to be, like, a normal and happy person. Okay, and so basically- Georgia, I'm just saying, you have John Mulaney syndrome, where I think God made, like, two-thirds of a gay person, and then they <laughs> sent you down, and they forgot to flip that final switch. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I think I give lesbian energy, because I think yeah. Well, someone did ask you, do you listen to Girl in Red? <laughs> I was literally just standing there. I wasn't <laughs> even doing it. I wasn't even talking about gay stuff. Okay, but anyway, um, and I was sitting there one day and I was like, hold on, wait a second. Am I actually lesbian? Uh, and society has just convinced me into thinking I am attracted to guys. And then I realized, oh no, that is not the case at all. <laughs> um, and Who turned so- you straight? So it's been, a, it's been a great podcast, you guys. Um, no, uh, I'm just, <laughs> we actually could end it here and just no, be hold like, on, hold on, hold on. I need to finish my lesbian story. And basically, at Diversity Club, they gave us uh, little pride flags. And I was like, sick. Uh, I'll be a ally. And um, put this up in my room. It was a little pride flag. And I put it up in my room. I still have like, that. And I have it hanging in my dad's house. Oh, I put it in my room in blatant view. And... <laughs> My parents obviously saw it, so that's one on the list. Two, um, whenever they call things gay as, like, an insult, like, ugh, that's so gay. Um, you go, hey! I'm like, you shouldn't say that. And um, also, I've never once, like, ever, ever, you ever... You don't have to say the F slur to be homophobic. And I've never, ever, 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 ever talked about guys at all around my stepmom and uh, dad. And when a guy is called, like comes on TV and is supposed to be like attractive, like has a shirt off or something, you told like, us about that one crush you had, and we all just went, "Georgia, he's gay." <laughs> glossing over, glossing over. Um, <laughs> glossing we'll get over. That. We'll get to over. that in the next episode. Uh, yeah. Okay. So basically, um, uh, when I get when, when I'm like watching uh, TV with my stepmom and my dad, and he's like shirtless or whatever, I'm like, "Ew!" Like every time every time yeah and so they probably think i'm lesbian and i'm just gonna keep letting them think that oh and also like i used to wear skirts a lot but now i don't and they're like ah <laughs> i remember your skirt phase you wore them every single day yeah but now um and i didn't i don't feel like doing it anymore so i would just wear i like switched like very abruptly the pants and then my parents are probably just like ah oh wait my mom thinks my, i'm bisexual because she never uses, she always uses gender neutral terms when she talks about like my like oh wait okay. she's never like uh, when you have a husband 
like with future boyfriend she's like when you're dating someone in the future that's and, actually like, kind of considerate of her i know I'll, that's like, really nice i'll be like sitting there like waiting for her to say boyfriend or, like husband she never does she never does i'm like she doesn't slip up i know <laughs> i'm like interesting because also she never used to do that before she used to always say husband or boyfriend but now she doesn't and i'm thinking huh hold on <laughs> Okay, so thanks for listening to the podcast. If Thank you, you so if, much. If you're still listening, seriously, God, to you. Yeah, God bless you, or like universe bless you, or like whatever deity Phil, you like. Phil Swift you bless you. Um Thank you. Just thank you. Yeah. Um Okay, so we'll see you next week. Next and week. and we'll be covering whatever. Goodbye. Bye.